rise and shine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, friends. You are waking up with Rick and Carly. Powered by Bymart. The show starts now. Good morning. Rick and I got into a little tiff last night. <laughs> You're going to bring that up right right off the bat. We're just going to dive right I into just, the drama. I could not believe you did this. So I had a really stressful day. Just a lot going on, you, you know? You had a long day. I get that. Getting the kids ready for back to school. Uh, we had some company over. A little course, Wally. Wally is a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Uh, last minute, my daughter said, oh, mom, I forgot. It's back to school night. Can you run me over to the school? Sure. Yeah. I get home and I make one of Rick's favorite meals. <laughs> it is fettuccine Alfredo. Chicken fettuccine Alfredo. Oh, yeah, with the chicken. You got to have the chicken. Yeah. And I peek inside our bedroom where Rick's kind of holed up. That's what he does. He I'm kinda... working. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. You're yeah. working. I said, yeah. hey, you want to come out and, and have some dinner? Rick says, no. And I go, I, I mean, I didn't even. I don't even know what came out of your mouth. I didn't process it. It was just like <laughs> was automatic like reaction. I go, <laughs> I don't think you've ever done that to me before. I just was so frustrated because I put in all this work and then you just rejected I know, it. I know. I feel bad. I immediately tried to make up for my, uh, my shortcomings. Yeah. Yes. You didn't do a good job though. You came well, out. How not? I, I was there. Was I said, tone. yes, I'm coming out. Like, fine. I'm coming out. It was out. not my tone. Actually, I was not that saying it that delicious, way. that delicious. But everything you'd say was super sarcastic. No, it was yes, not. Yes, it was. Because I already knew I was in trouble at that point. Why am I going to continue to go down that road? I would not do that. I uh, set his plate at the far end of the table. Didn't serve him anything. My plate, my empty plate. Your there was no plate. food on it. Normally, no. normally, not that you have to dish up my stuff. I actually but prefer I to dish do. up. My, you, you typically do. Rick's like, well, where's my dish of food? I said, she was serve sending yourself. me signals. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah, and I came out and ate, and it was delicious. You know that's important to me. I did it. Did I not step up and do it? Mm, I did begrudgingly. Yes. <laughs> we, we're starting with a lot of drama this morning, oh, aren't boy. we? <laughs> I remember when I was probably in, I don't know, third grade, I asked my dad what the F word was. Oh, no. He told me that the F word is fart. So I went back to school, told all my friends, and they were like... Told your friends what? That you knew the F word? Or yeah. were you telling them specifically what it was? I told them specifically what it was. <laughs> what did they say? They looked at me like I was an idiot. Like, no, it's not. And I'm like, my dad wouldn't lie to me. No, of course not. You don't know. I'm the one that really right. has the knowledge here. You felt sorry for him. Yeah, I did. How old were you at this point in life? Third grade. Okay, yeah. You know. All so right. we posted online. What are some lies that you were told as a kid? And then you found out, oh, mom, mom and dad were fitting there. No. (laughs) Stephanie Giles says the waves at the beach are made by whales. Wow. Interesting. They're just doing belly flops out in the middle of the ocean. And the ripple effect. That's Uh how we get the waves here on the beach. Uh, Matt Thompson says his mom told him that moths are the ghosts of butterflies. They kind of seem like it, don't they? They do kind of seem that way. Yeah. Uh, Melanie Hancock said all lizards are named Russell because they make a rustling sound when they're in the bushes. <laughs> Kids eat this stuff up, too. Oh, yeah. You tell them stories like this, they're mm-hmm. like, really? I like this one from Jerrica Wolfenden. She says, 
Her dad told her that the term going commando meant driving with your windows down. <laughs> so, so she's telling all her friends, yeah, yeah, I'm going commando. They're like, what? Did you go to the concert last weekend? Yeah. I went yeah. commando. Went commando. I you just, did what? Well, I drove with my windows down. <laughs> Right. It's hot outside. Jake Tuttle says that knowing algebra will come in handy someday. That is a lie. Also, he says. That's actually not a lie. Yes, it is. Algebra is not handy. It does. It it helps you in certain life situations that you don't even realize. Name one. I can't. You don't realize it. That's the thing. But your brain just. Kids. Retains some of that information. It does help you. I think. Kids. Rick's lying (laughs) right now. I'm, I'm not. Trying to lie. Jake also said, all the math teachers who said, you won't always have a calculator in your pocket. Well, well that's a lie. Here we go. They just didn't know. They didn't know. Uh, Tyson Larson says, the reason some men pierce their ears is in case they ever decide to become a pirate. Well. Okay. <laughs> Seems like that would be uh, motivational to go get your So ears it starts pierced. with the ear, then you got to get the eye patch, the wooden leg. Oh, and, yes. You know, it's a process. Bit it, by it bit. It takes a while to get there. This is my favorite comes from Molly Washburn. She says that her mom told her, and why she told her this, I have no idea. What? Babies eventually lose their baby arms and their adult arms grow in. <laughs> it's like What teeth. is that about? It's like teeth. It's like teeth, but arms. <laughs> no. I wonder how long it, it took her to figure out that that was a lie. Yeah, and and again, why did mom tell her that? Like, that's just probably weird. just. Uh, I remember my dad when I was little. My dad was trying to teach me how to blow bubbles with yeah. bubble gum, or at least I thought he was. Uh-huh. And he was telling me all the wrong things to do. But I'm a, a little kid, oh, you know. He's abusing his power yes. as, of a father. That's probably what he it was is. telling me. Chew it really good. Chew, chew, chew. Get a lot of holes in there, uh-huh. and he's telling me to do stuff like that and i'm oh, blowing boy. i'm like nothing's happening and he's now. chuckling behind your back this is deal breakers with rick and carly in the morning Brittany's boyfriend will is oh no Brittany, say it ain't so he's a double dipper oh yes it's disgusting and um <laughs> oh, it no. drives me crazy oh, yeah, yeah that's bad on it you do yes we agree did yeah. he never watch seinfeld what's wrong with this guy oh <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand it when somebody dips the chip in, takes a bite, and you know their greasy saliva is going right back into the whole bowl. You can't do that. No, that's a huge no-no. No. So, does he know he's a double dipper? Have you guys had conversations about it? I've mentioned it here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always like, well, we kiss. What does it matter if it's just us sharing oh. the food, you know? Okay. But I still find it gross. It's just, it's not as romantic as kissing. It's not romantic at all. No, <laughs> no. You can't, you got to teach him not to be a double dipper for sure. We'll get on him. Right. So if we throw this okay. out, if we throw this out in a public forum, like live on the radio, <laughs> you think, you think that'll be enough of a push to get your man Will to stop doing this? I don't know. Let's give it a try. And let's give it a shot. <laughs> Hello. Hi, is this Will? Uh, yes, it is. Is this? Uh, Will, my name's Carly. My partner, Rick, is on the line as well. Hello, Will. Good morning. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm okay. Good. good, good, good. So, Will, we do a morning show on the radio. It's called Rick and Carly in the Morning. And we've been talking to your girlfriend, Brittany, and uh, 
there's just a little something that she'd like to bring up to you this morning. So okay, <laughs> she's on the line as well, Brittany. <laughs> hi, Will. Uh, hi, what's going Hello? on? Hi. Okay, so you know that I love you, but I gotta call you out on something that really bothers me. I find it disgusting when you double dip your food and you do it all the time. Uh, okay, I mean, you know, I only do it with you and, like, we kiss and stuff, so... She said... She brought that up. That's your excuse. Yeah. Yeah. Well, true. First off, that's not even true, because I see you do it all the time at parties. Maybe you don't Mm. notice you're doing it. Maybe it became a habit, but I would like if you don't double dip anymore and we just could still kiss, but not have the double double dipping in our life. But listen, if I'm at a party, I I turn the you know I'll turn the chip around. Uh, <laughs> we, you uh, you, I still feel like you can't do that though. Some people don't if, like that either. Well, Will. people don't know. True, they're not well, watching. If I did it. everything that everyone likes. Well, then, uh, I, who am I? Right. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, we get but, that. Yeah, but, but this you, is a little thing you can work on, right? I'll try. I'll try. I do love my queso though. Yeah, I mean, just I'm get, a dipper too, but get you can't more double cheese dip. on the one chip. That's all you gotta do. Just change your approach, man. Yeah, change your approach. I agree. <laughs> or maybe you can right. spoon and put the dip on a plate and double dip on your. There yes. you go. Great idea, you Brittany. Double dip all you want on your own plate, right? Yeah, That's more work though. It's more work, he says. Yeah. Well, you got to do a little more work for Brittany, okay? <laughs> yeah. All right. Deal breakers. God, I messed up again. Yes, she did. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to talk about? Mm-hmm. I was uh, engrossed with work yesterday. Everybody has a lot going on. It's not just, I I get that we all live inside ourselves, and so sometimes it's easy for us to go, I've got a lot going on. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Mm-hmm. Or I, I get that all of, like you, you had a lot going on yesterday. Oh, yeah. I was juggling getting kids ready for back to school. We uh-huh. had some company stop by. Mm-hmm. My daughter announced that she had a back to school night. All of a sudden, we had to go, and mm-hmm. then I came home <laughs> and made one of your favorite meals, right? chicken fettuccine oh, Alfredo. It's the stuff. Mm-hmm. It's really good. Anyways, when I'm working, which I was working throughout the day yesterday, I have no appetite because I'm focused. And I'm one of those types of guys. It's like uh, I can't start something and not finish. I've got to finish the project. Right. And then I can enjoy myself, whether it's lunch or dinner or a TV show or whatever it is. So Carly comes in, says, hey, what what did you say exactly? I said, hey, you're going to eat with us? Because you know that that's a big deal to me. I put right. forth a lot of effort yeah. when it comes to making dinner. And mm-hmm. I expect us to all gather together in my sit defense, at the table. I was caught off guard a little bit. I was engrossed in this project. Didn't I'm, you see me making dinner? No, I didn't. Hmm. I mean, I knew it was probably, what, what time was it? 5.30, something like that? It was 7 like o'clock at night. Oh, it was 7 o'clock at night and we hadn't eaten dinner yet? Nope. Oh, that's a problem. Yeah. It's normally we eat earlier. Maybe yeah. that was it. You, you mm-hmm. threw me off my mm-hmm. uh, my time thing. Carly grunted when I said no. It was more like of a Like I've sigh. never heard this guy. Nah, I don't know what it was, but I'd never heard that and I knew I was in trouble. Rick rejected my dinner and I- <laughs> I without, didn't reject your dinner. He said, he's like, no, I'm, I'm busy. And I said, I without even thinking, went, 
Because I want you to join us. My kids don't have an option to not not, join us. Did I not get up and join you with a positive attitude? Uh -uh. Yes, I did. You did get up and join us, but it was very begrudgingly. No, I had a positive attitude. It was a major chore. And then Carly didn't even put dinner on a plate for me because normally, not that I expect her to do that, but that's what she normally does. I dished up food for everyone but Rick. (laughs) On purpose. He said, where's my plate? (laughs) And I'm like, if you want some, get your own. I didn't say it like that. I was very nice. No, you weren't. I was too. No. Anyways, guys, don't do that. Whatever I did, I don't even know what I did exactly. Don't do it. The expectation is to show up for dinner. (laughs) Time for some showbiz buzz with Rick and Carly in the morning. Michael Orr, the retired NFL player whose life story was depicted in The Blind Side, is suing the family that took him in, claiming they used him. He says he recently found out that Sean and Leanne Tui never adopted him like they claimed they did. Instead, they tricked him into signing documents making them his conservators. What? Yes. This is that none of that was in the movie that I watched. It was not, no. Uh, As his conservators, Orr claims they deprived him of the rights to his name, image, and likeness. It gave them the authority to handle all of his financial and legal affairs. If they adopted him, he would have retained those rights. He also says that they made millions off the movie along with their two kids. He says he got nothing from that. He didn't? Yeah. He says he got nothing. And he hates how it depicted him. He says that that movie made me look stupid. Uh, he wants the court to terminate the conservatorship and force the Tuies to forfeit all the money they made off the rights to his name and story. It's complicated because you think about, well, you went to college, you got through, uh, you got a good education, you went into the NFL, you made millions of dollars. I don't know how much money he made, but yeah. I would imagine he made a decent living for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, So are you on the Tuies side? I, I, no, I mean, I, I get that it's complicated. I, mm-hmm. I don't think they should just profit off of him, and, and he doesn't get any piece of that. Yeah. Did he spend all his money, or why is he doing this? I don't know if he spent all of his money. I don't uh. know. He says he just discovered this, that like, oh. oh he's it, just upset. It's yeah. the principle of the thing. Okay. I think so. Hmm. Barbie has been a gold mine for Margot Robbie. Uh, insiders say that with salary and box office bonuses, she's going to bank around $50 million Jeez. for one movie. Yeah. Uh, now, keep in mind, she didn't just star in it. She was also one of the producers. Greta Gerwig should also make bank for directing and co-writing Barbie, which has already generated $1.18 billion. The smart people, when they go into a project like this, I mean, you never know what's going to work or what doesn't. Yeah. But when you get a percentage of the movie... Oh, you, that is the way to go. <laughs> I don't know if she's getting that, what she's getting, but it sounds yeah. like she's making a lot. Huh? Mm-hmm. Reading the Room hasn't always been Paris Hilton's strong suit. Mm-mm. So she has been enjoying a vacation with her husband and their son on Maui, just 30 miles from the town that was destroyed by a wildfire that is still no. raging and, and claiming life. probably less. drinking wine and celebrating and exactly. partying, having a good time. Yes. She should be buying water and... I know. Helping the people that need help, that, right? That is what the internet says. So she and her family arrived last Tuesday. By Wednesday, Hawaiian authorities were asking tourists to leave. She didn't listen. Uh, people on the internet not letting her get away with this. One critic said, imagine watching thousands of people lose their homes, loved ones, families, and then expecting them to serve you drinks while you frolic <laughs> on the beach in front of them. <laughs> She's like, is there a fire? It smells like what? a barbecue. It's, yeah, it's kind of stinky here. <laughs> Could you get rid of that smell?
Worst thing a stranger ever said to you. Mm-hmm. I witnessed something yesterday, and it left me with my mouth open like, oh, what? Oh. So this lady, her name's Virginia, mm-hmm. and her eight-year-old son, they were coming out of this cookie store. Her son was so happy, he got his own cookie. He was celebrating. Yeah. Virginia was hugging him, and this nice man comes up, smiles, and, and told this little boy, you're so lucky to have a nice grandma. Just bought you the best cookie. That's the worst. That is the worst. It reminds me, I have a friend named Kat, uh-huh. and uh, she has older kids, and then they decided to have another child after the other kids were almost grown. Sure. I mean, they, they did this by choice. It was not an accident. And she was at the doctor's with her little son, Levi, who's, I think, three now. Mm-hmm. And then she was there with her daughter, Jocelyn, who's 20, and they just made an assumption that right. her and her daughter were together. Oh. And then they. Oh, had, they were a couple? That they were a couple. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and not they were the raising this three year old And they were kid. raising the three year old kid. Yeah. She's like, no, uh, no, this is my daughter and this is my son. Here's one I always love hearing. You don't look anything like what I thought you would, but you sound great on the radio. Oh, yeah, that's always good. Oh, what? you have a face for radio. You hear that all the time. I've got a friend who's this big, he's a big guy, yeah. okay? And he once told me it's the kids that are the worst. Mm-hmm. Not like teenagers, but little kids because yeah. they don't know better. Oh, yeah, they say things all the time. And. And it it doesn't just embarrass the person they're talking about. It, more so, it embarrasses the heck out of their parents. Oh, for sure. Kids will just randomly go, mm-hmm. look how big, look how fat that guy is, mom. Or I babysat a little girl one time, and as soon as I walked what? in, she said, how come your face looks like a pizza? <laughs> she said that to you. Yeah, and her mom just, oh, you could see the look on her face. Like, I'm so sorry. There's nothing like being shamed by a five-year-old kid. I know. Uh, online, we posted this as well. Here's what some of our, our Facebook family said. Peg Higgs says, I was at the gym. Some guy started talking to me like he knew me. When I turned around to see who it was, he said, oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were someone else. You look way younger from the back. Oh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no. Uh, Dorla Stoneman. Dorla works with us. She, oh, yeah. Uh, she posted, an ex-worker once told me I had such cute clothes. I said, thank you. She then said, I need to gain some weight so I can raid your closets. What? Yeah. No. I yes. think she meant well there, but that's <laughs> bad. Lala Greathouse says, children often point out my bigger and squishy arms. Oh. Uh, quote, I have bingo wings, yeah. she says. I always tell them my muscles are special and strong. Oh. That's why they're squishy like that. I remember my son Boston used to squish my mom's arms all the time. Like, he just thought it was so. Yeah. But it pointed it out to her, you know? She's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah. this is... Mike Schaefer says, outside of a mixer at a local country club in the area that was part of my 20-year high school reunion. Mm -hmm. Someone who was in my class, but I I didn't know, they stumbled out of the front of the main country club building and stopped me and my wife and said, dude, I'm so glad to see you. After I said hi and thanks to him, this classmate said, I thought you died. (laughs) Then he just stumbled off towards the parking lot. (laughs) Nope. Uh, uh, Last one. John Butcher says, a kid asked, why are you so big? 
And John says, because I eat little kids Ooh, just like you. Yes. Nice comeback. <laughs> I like that. That is a good comeback. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> yeah, you probably shouldn't answer that. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. Samantha called us up and it's her brother Jeremy's birthday. Oh, nice. So, Samantha, why do you want to poke at your brother on his birthday? Well, last year for my birthday, he also played like a pretty big prank on me that ended up in a surprise party, which was like Uh fun. So, I think I'm going to return the favor in Uh turn. Uh huh. Okay. And uh, what do you want to do with him? Did you have an idea? yeah, so he has to work today mm-hmm. um, on his birthday, which is kind of a bummer. So yeah. I thought maybe we could, like, make him smile a little bit and call him. He works at a barbecue restaurant. Yeah. And if we could call him and uh, maybe be, like, somebody who's looking for vegetarian options and trying to get vegetarian options. Because, like, this restaurant oh. doesn't have it's yeah. a barbecue restaurant. It's a barbecue restaurant. We okay. can do that. Yeah, that'd be All fun. Right. Uh, let's do it. Let's call your brother. Ben's Barbecue, this is Jeremy. Jeremy, hello. Hey, uh, I'd like to place uh, an order to go, if that's possible. Okie dokie. What can I uh, get for you? Um, So I'm a vegetarian. I'm wondering Uh, what you have that doesn't have meat. Oh, um, yeah, that's tough. Um, You know what? Um, Actually, you could... Well, you could try our... Baked beans, but they do have nah. bacon in them. Uh, yeah, that doesn't. See what else? Uh, do you know how many innocent little pigs died so you could put bacon in your baked beans, Jeremy? Do you ever think about that? Look, um, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sorry. You know, the, the recipes and the menu on—they're not my decision. You know, I right? Just, I right. You ever heard the term? I just work here. Yeah. I do. How about coleslaw? Um, yeah, I'm not. I, I'm not a not a big coleslaw guy. You have any meat alternatives? Um, well... Like uh, tofu, plant-based meats? Ooh, Do you guys uh, think about... You, Jeremy, you don't think about no, the vegetarians? No, we, have, we have cornbread. Yeah. We, we do have cornbread. Uh, do you... Uh, as far do, as an entree, I don't know. Do you feel bad about what you guys have done to all the animals, Jeremy? You know, do you know? Uh, listen, man. I, I, you know, I don't. I, I just work here. You know what I'm saying? I, I just, I don't. Here's what. So here's my story. I just want you to get kind of a backup. My, uh, when I was five years old, uh, we accidentally hit a deer on the freeway, and my parents made us eat the roadkill. And ever since, I've thought about that, and I've so. Oh it's, my god! It's changed. No, I'm, right. I'm, listen. Right. Look, I'm really, I'm really sorry for your bad experience i mean that's yeah. that's horrible but this is a barbecue restaurant and we're known for meat right, and right. look i'm sure i'll help you out you know i'm sure there's plenty of other vegetarian uh, options out there. no I mean, no can, there's but, not and your sister samantha said you'd be helpful with finding me some good meat alternatives she also said what? yeah yeah samantha she said it's what? your birthday and since you have to work on your birthday we got you on Rick and Carly's Laugh Line! <laughs> You're really trying to be helpful there, Jeremy. I'm impressed. He's trying to horse down the uh, cornbread and coleslaw. Cornbread and coleslaw, I don't know what we have.
Happy birthday, Jeremy. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks, Samantha. Happy birthday. Rick and Carly's Laugh Line. There's a 19-year-old woman named Marshala Perkins. She was arrested for marijuana possession. Her makeup looks so good in her mugshot uh-huh. that she is blowing up online. Oh. So people are like, oh my gosh, we need a, a tutorial. Please free her. <laughs> she can <laughs> so, give it to you from jail. Yeah, well, that's true. Anyway, she is now starting to take private appointments and she's launching an Instagram account and <laughs> oh, YouTube channel to capitalize on her new fame. One door closes, another one opens. Exactly. Huh? Sometimes you just need a break. Mm-hmm. You find yourself working too hard and you want to go to the boss and say, hey. Uh, I need a break. I need a break. <laughs> but you can't say that, right? No. Your boss is going to be like, get out of here. Exactly. What go you, work. What you need to do instead is present him or her with the 42% rule. Ooh, okay? what is that? Uh, research has found that your brain and your body need to spend at least 42% of their time relaxing and not under stress. Mm. And this is just to keep you functional. Okay, so this isn't just counting work hours. Mm-hmm. We're talking about if you're if you're doing the dishes or taking care of kids at home exactly. or, or things like that. Paying bills, you Paying know, bills, mentally yeah. or just working just taxing. there. Yeah. So 42% of a 24-hour day is 10 hours. Mm. That 10 hours needs to be spent relaxing. Now, it includes sleep, but okay. you're, you know, let's say you get an 8-hour night. Okay. You need at least two more hours during exactly. the day somewhere, which doesn't sound like a lot. But if you think about it, do you really get two hours uninterrupted, mm-hmm. just relaxing, chilling, not worrying about work or your kids or the dog or any of that Checking kind of emails, stuff? Checking right. emails, any of that stuff. Right. Probably not. No. So if you don't do this, if you don't uh-huh. give your body 42% of the time to relax, yeah. eventually you're going to burn out. You're going to get sick. Mm-hmm. You're going to wind up sleeping for at least 12 hours for a few days because you got to catch up. And that's not productive no. at work. So the boss needs to give you some time off. I could see you telling the boss that. I'm going and the to. The boss is going to look at you and go, get out of here. Get back to work. <laughs> Probably. But we have a meeting on Thursday and we I think do. it's worth bringing up. <laughs> you, you do that. Okay? okay. I'll sit back and enjoy the ride. Okay. 37-year-old man got arrested for drunk driving after he accidentally ran himself over. (laughs) You wonder how they're able to... It it almost seems impossible. Mm -hmm, But when you're drinking, the impossible becomes possible. Uh Uh-huh. He stepped out of his truck around 1.15 in the morning, apparently didn't put it in park first. Oh, yeah. He had a friend with him who hopped in the driver's seat but could not stop the truck before it ran him over. (laughs) He was seriously injured but survived, and apparently he's in good enough shape that he was arrested an hour later for driving while intoxicated. It's TMI time. Ooh. Too much information. We're going to go down that road. We're going to try not to, but I, I know I can't help myself. Mm. So <laughs> we've we've been preoccupied with a lot lately at home. Yep. We have work, kids. New little puppy. New puppy, Wally. Yeah. Uh, the yard, we've been doing some yard work. Uh, my daughter's wedding, et cetera, et cetera. Everybody's got a lot going on, right? They do, yeah. We get it. We get it. The romance department for us. Not good. Has not been the best Mm-mm. lately. Very infrequent. Very infrequent, and that's not like us. We nope. love each other. We're st- I still consider us newlyweds, mm-hmm. 
but uh, we failed this past week. That's we okay. have failed, or you have well, failed. Well, Carly was wanting me to put the moves on her all weekend, mm-hmm. and I didn't. Nope. <laughs> all because of a spider bite. He says, "You've got a spider bite, and I, I don't really want to go near you." <laughs> Maybe I just wasn't feeling good. Maybe that was my excuse, or maybe I don't know that, what it was. That, that's it my my version of I'm washing my hair. Yeah, that's right? what it seemed like. Right. I was like, I don't get it. Like, what's the correlation here? Well, and I realize, okay, after we go through the entire week and the weekend, and sometimes there's kids, sometimes there's yeah. not. And I, I realize, okay, th- th- this is not right. Okay, Mm-mm. this Mm-mm. these wrongdoings are are my fault. Yeah. So last night. I make the moves. <laughs> I yeah. do. He I makes do. the moves yeah. when it's like an hour past when we normally go to bed. Whatever. I've had a really long day and I'm exhausted. That was the only opportunity we had stuff you going had on. all weekend long, Rick. You got to sacrifice. You got to sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> we both sacrificed, I guess, because oh, no, well, Carly says, I'm too tired. Just I feel turns like, over. I feel like I got a headache coming on. That's all I, I know. I feel like you're just trying to teach me a lesson. Like, I, I don't even think you were tired. Yeah, I was. You, <laughs> and you I want to teach you a lesson. You both. both. Uh, all right. Well, there's a lesson in there somewhere, you guys. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs>